Okay, okay, what's going on, LBHT crew B? What is going on? Uh, I think you know what's going on. It's all black week. It is all black week. They're going to look real good getting beat tomorrow. (laughs) He is talking about his Carolina Panthers. Uh, Stay tuned for my pick there, okay? Um, (laughs) They had their hearts broken just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Will this be revenge? Stay tuned. Stay (laughs) tuned. All right, y'all. It is Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Hope your week is going well, but if not, hopefully it gets better starting right now. We are streaming live on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch. So wherever you're watching, uh, go ahead and hit that like button, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. If you are listening to this podcast, it is Thursday at lunchtime. Hope your lunch is going well. Um, And we hope that uh, we can entertain you on your lunch break. All right. Give a couple of shout outs to the people in the chat real quick. Andrew Sakira, what is going on, my friend? He says, what up? What's going on with you? Ravens online on gatekeepers. Our man Hendo says, LBHT crew, what's good? (laughs) Just waiting for another fire stream, Jose and Brodney. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. King95 says, my guys, you're our guy, King. What's okay? up, King? What's going on with you? Living legends in the house. What's going on? Yes, Andre Mears is here. He is ready. Mr. J the Six says, LB, LB Fire T Crew. <laughs> okay. Yes, the, for the hotness. Yes. And no B, we are going to put up a better fight. No, he ain't say we're going to win. Ah, uh, a better fight means he's gonna win, though. Okay. No, the CNC, we all win. Yes, yeah, Dave Vaughn is in the house. This hashtag <laughs> LBHT crew. <laughs> Raven Ryan's here says, What up, LBHT? Whatever happened to far story stealing from the poor? Well, you know what? It's continuing. That we might have to add it to the overtime show. Thank you, Raven Ron. We are going to we are, we are going to talk about that because there's more. There's yeah. even more. He gets even more despicable. Mm-hmm. So yes, we yes, we'll talk about that. Hey, maybe we'll talk about it on bonus time. We'll see. Uh Dayon says, Y'all know what time it is. We love Wednesdays. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. All right. Uh, let me add this to the stream real quick. Well, I'll do, I'll do it during Black History Fact. Uh, that I, I don't have the pin linked up yet. I'm, I'm gonna put that up during Black History Fact. Uh, that is how we do our super chat um for our stream elements, and also right below B dollar sign LBHT show. Okay. Um Man, look, the Ravens won Monday night. Okay, uh, now they're on a bye, and we have a lot to talk about. We got the Panthers playing tomorrow. We got other Week Ten games, and we got our our mid season predictions. Our mid season predictions. All right, we only do we only do we don't do on time predictions. We don't do we don't do beginning of the season predictions. We do way too early. <laughs> And midseason, after we can get a, get some eyes on, on some on some players, okay, that that's how we do it. All right, we make safer predictions around here, responsible predictions, if you will. Um, all right, we want to get this show started, but first, we like to start every show with a Black History fact, and B has a Black History fact for you. Yeah, so I wanted to talk a bit about Adam Clayton Powell Jr. Uh, you know. Normally, when we do these uh, facts, I, I like to find somebody who is kind of inspiring a bit, you know, somebody who was the first to do whatever they did or, or something like that. Uh, and, and this isn't 
really any different. It just has a little twist at the end, I suppose you could say. But Powell was born in 1908 in New Haven, Connecticut, uh, and he grew up in Harlem uh, in a pretty wealthy uh, wealthy home. Um, his family had actually been freed freedmen for several generations uh, prior to his prior to the the, the Civil War. Um, so slavery was kind of taken out of, of his family early on, very early on. Um, so Powell, you know, he, he both of his parents are mixed race, uh, and he was well. Actually, hold on, I didn't even put up the. There we go. Uh, both of his parents were mixed race, and he was able to kind of pass as white. Uh, you know, when he was younger, you know, he was born with blonde hair and hazel eyes and things like that. Uh, he went to college and joined a white fraternity. Uh, you know, and kind of just just went along with the, the other the other black students there because there were only three. He was at Colgate University. They were a little disappointed, and said, oh, he no, went no, that no, route. No, 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 no. <laughs> but um, <laughs> he he had wanted to go into medicine, uh, but his father kind of pushed him and 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 you know wanted him to to follow him his footsteps and be a pastor. Um, and so that's you know eventually what he did after he graduated from college. He became a Baptist minister and and was had one of the biggest congregations you know in in the country, and. You know, once he got into that position of, of you know, power, really, he, he kind of jumped into civil rights work um, and he was advocating for, for fair housing. He was advocating for uh, better employment for, for black people. Uh, he led a couple of, of boycotts. He, he, I mean, he called it the uh, only shop where where you can work uh, movement, saying, you know, if, if this place doesn't hire black people, don't shop there. Uh, right. They protested the World's Fair. They went and picketed uh, in front of the Empire State Building where the World's Fair's uh, offices were and increased the hiring by the World's Fair uh, over 250% uh, when it came to black people. They had a bus boycott uh, in New York since you know most of the people who rode the bus were black, but they didn't really hire a lot of black people. So they uh, organized a bus boycott and you know had the, the bus... Uh, service or department or transportation department hired over 200 more black people and it kind of set a precedent moving forward. Um, and so, you know, he did a lot of, a lot of good work as a civil rights leader in New York. Um, and then he kind of turned to politics. Uh, he became the first black person on the city council. And then later on was elected the first black congressman from, from New York city. Um, then things kind of took a little bit of a turn, I guess you could say. <laughs> of course, <laughs> it was all going was, well until. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he 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 was he was married three times, and his third wife was uh, called before Congress and and kind of investigated because she was on his payroll for six years and didn't do any work. Uh, she had actually moved back to Puerto Rico where she was from and, and was making over $20,000 a year for doing nothing. Uh, so essentially you stealing state funds. Uh, and she's working like, remotely. No, she, she, she <laughs> said, no, no, I was not. Uh, and, but one of the, the lasting legacies uh, that Powell left behind is that he kind of, his conduct uh, kind of inspired the permanent, ethics committee in congress so there you go <laughs> so, you know it's it's always a silver lining right uh but you know i, I just thought he was a, a pretty interesting story because you know he started out as a, as a guy who you know was very privileged 
very, very privileged. And in fact, would lie about uh, being, you know, he's a, he would go around and tell people that go, his, grand, his, yeah, his grandparents were born into slavery, which his, his grandparents were <laughs> yes, already I like the third, you, my brother, yeah, the third generation of Powell's who were, who were born free. Uh, and, and, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to be of the struggle to, to be a part of the solution. Yes. Right. Uh, and, and that's something as he, you know, maturity, he kind of figured out and, and was able to do a lot of good before he did some some more bad. Uh, but, you know, it, everybody does, right? Good and Nobody's bad. Nobody's perfect, yeah. Right. Um, and I, I look at something like that as a hookup, you know. That, that, <laughs> I mean, it was his wife. wife up. Right, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But yeah, no, Powell was, was, again, the first uh, black city councilman in New York, the first black congressman from you know, elected from the the uh, from New York, and like I said, did a lot of, of really great things and had a, a lasting legacy in politics. All right, shout out to you, shout out to you. That was a good Black History fact. All right, uh, look, he was he 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 was one of the the uh, first Black uh, men in in power to give a hookup at work. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> well, but my caught the uh, greatest moments in hookup history. Okay. Yes. That's that's that that that's him right there. All right. <laughs> All right. Let me give a couple more shout outs. Danity is in the house. What is going on? She says, "Tough game after the bye." <clears throat> okay. <laughs> uh, Look, if B if B gets his way, it's, it's not going to be tough for us at all. Okay, B is. I appreciate not. you saying that, Danny. I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. It's not. A, it's not if I get my way. That shouldn't be a tough game for Baltimore at all. They're much more talented than Carolina. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, Carolina has talent. It's one of those things where, you, you know, how we play. We play down to our competition, and they have enough talent to. To make things interesting, to say the least. Carolina is more talented in, than Baltimore in exactly one position, and that is wide receiver one, DJ Moore. That's it. What about O line? I think eventually they'll be a better, the better O line. But not right uh, now. Nah, I don't think. Okay. I don't think right now you can say that. Okay. Shout out to Yolanda B. She says, "Good evening, LBHT. Thank What's you for up, coming Yolanda? through, Yolanda. Appreciate it." Uh, let's see here. We got Brandon Bezos says, Coach sent us. <laughs> I know where you came from, Brandon. We What's saw up, you Brandon? yesterday. Thanks, Thanks for, coming for coming through, through, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Speaking of coach, there he goes. He says, finally, <laughs> the coach has come back to the LBHT show. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thanks for coming through, coach. And make sure you are subscribed to Sip 2 Tally Films, where you can find us every, usually every Monday at yeah. 9 p.m. for the Ravens roundtable. But not this past Monday and not next Monday. So. Yes, yes. That's what I said usually. usually. Yeah. But you can find us. You know, you can you can watch other shows. You can watch other shows on our channel. Um, he, he breaks down tape like no other. So if you're interested in Roquan Smith, if you're interested in Lamar, you're interested in wide receiver core, he's got tape on all those people. So make sure you subscribe and check him out. Our guy, Brandon Buck, is in the house. Says, hey, crew, what's up with you, Brandon? Thanks for coming through. Jared is in the house. It's salute. Salute to you, my What's friend. Up, Jared? Yes, yes. All right. Uh, I get right. Big Red says, I hope everyone is having a blessed day. Thank you, Big Red. Thanks for coming through. Big Unk is in the house. Says, took me a minute to figure out what LBHT meant. <laughs> it's right there. It's right there. Lunch break hot take. Yes. Lunch break hot take. Yes. Um, uh, did we get everybody? Yes. All right. Look, let's get this started, man. Let's get, let's get the top billing. What's going on? 
Thanks for coming through. Thanks for coming through. All right, look. Uh, yes, Ravens beat the Saints. Um, I don't have too much to uh, uh to criticize. I mean, there's always something to criticize, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do too much criticism of this team. They did what I said they better do after trading for Roquan Smith had a very dominant defensive performance. They gave up one touchdown that was, you know, it, it was. Look, I say play to the whistle, right? You could say, hey, it's one of those things where, you know, they thought he was out of bounds and they didn't want to get a flag right there. Like, you know, whatever. But outside of that, it was pretty, uh, pretty dominant. What's going on? OTR Mike says, yo, yo, LBHT about to turn up, baby. Yes, yes. That is a, uh, that is, that's, that's a little inside joke. If you watch our other channel, Ring Kings Podcast, uh, those are some words from Bud Crawford. Okay. About to turn up, baby. <laughs> Be okay, Prime. All right. If you if you watch boxing, you know exactly what I'm talking about. All right. Um, yes. So, um, look, Roquan Smith's debut, and he looked like Roquan Smith. Okay. Mm-hmm. He looked like a player that we just did not have on this team. He looked like a player that we keep hyping up as having on this team, but actually didn't. And now we have him, and now we see the difference. And um his his energy spread to everybody else right i think everybody fed off of that um and i loved it i love what i saw out there right um and this is somebody who who said hey he's not even all up on the playbook yet right so over this buy he's gonna get acclimated to the playbook and it just goes to show you right these schemes and everything yeah they can help but at the end of the day you, you just need guys that can play this man can play. So, um, you know, that was a good part about it. You know, the bad part, obviously, is offensive side where, you know, Lamar just has even less and less help. Deshaun Jackson did exactly what I thought he would do. One one catch, one you know, a couple of plays. And, oh, my hammy, guys. I'll <laughs> see you guys in a couple of weeks. So, maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, that didn't feel good. Um Kenyon Drake had a good second half. First half, he kept on falling down. I was a little concerned about that. He didn't look that good. But second half, he he took over. And, you know, they knew exactly what we were going to do. And they couldn't do anything about it. So, you know, look, all around, I, I was happy with, with that win. Um, B, you had any thoughts about yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was fine. I mean, you're playing a bad team who was made worse by injury. You know, they were missing... Uh, Michael Thomas, they're missing Jarvis Landry, they're missing Marshawn Lattimore, they're missing a few other players. You know, not a not a very threatening team over there, but, you know, normally we don't see Baltimore go out and just handle business, uh, even against bad teams. So it's it's good to see that. The defense played well. Uh, I was like, you know, a play here or there. Uh, the offense, you know, they did what what you would expect the offense to do in Baltimore when they've decided that the offense doesn't really need to do anything, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think they, they, they're still, they need to put things together for the, you know, on the, the offensive line. Um, you know, you saw Lamar get really frustrated and starts you know, yelling at, at a few of the linemen there. Um, and you gotta, you gotta hope for more from the rest of those wide receivers because, you know, Rashad Baden's not coming back. Uh, Mark Andrews can only do so much. So, I mean, they have to pray that somebody steps up in that wide receiving core. Uh, but the good news is, you know, that should have been the first of at least five wins in a row. You know, they, they're 
hitting the easy, the easiest part of their schedule. So they should be able to kind of, you know, get a little momentum going here. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Looking at the schedule and, and listen, you know, you, you never know with these games, especially in today's NFL. But um, yeah, I mean, even in our, our division, the, the Steelers don't look great. Right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it is a rivalry game. So you, so you never know. Um, yeah. We got to see what Deshaun Watson looks like when he comes back. But, you know, that could be a tough game. The first game was wasn't a cakewalk. So that could be a potential uh, loss right there. But um yeah, and the Bengals, we, we play them the last game of the, of the season. And I honestly don't think that they'll, they'll be for anything at that point. We'll already have the division locked up. That's just my opinion. They should. So, yeah, they should. They, they should. should. So um, the schedule, it looks favorable. The defense should look really good. The offense should look sufficient. I think Lamar will look fine. Um, but, yeah, I just, I just, I'm not happy with how they constructed this team, not around Lamar and around the defense. And – well, that's because that makes absolutely no sense. No, uh, like we said on on coach's stream yesterday, Eric DaCosta gets an F minus for putting this team together. It, it's a joke. Yeah. It is an absolute joke that you've got two first round middle linebackers and a third round middle linebacker, and and nothing at wide receiver. You got two first right. round corners. You got a first round safety. Right. Uh, second, uh, second round safety that's out right now. He's, he should be coming back. And that's another thing, too. Marcus Williams should be coming back at some point this season. So that defense should look even better, should look even better. Yeah. But man, you, you man put a lot of resources into uh, that that defense. Now, you know, yes, Marcus Peebles was a first round pick. We didn't draft him, but, you know, we traded for him. Uh, mm-hmm. We paid Mar- Marcus Williams uh, a lot of money. A, a lot of resources were put into that defense. And the exact opposite was put into the offense. That's why I want to read this comment real quick by Top Bill. And he says, I'm tired of the Lamar haters. All these Ravens fans always talking about a missed throw by Lamar, but don't seem to care about actually winning the game. Um, Look, there's nothing wrong with criticizing, you know, make make critiques. Right. I I thought he was off of some of those throws. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I grade on the curb. Right. You didn't you you didn't put anything around him. And even when, in fact, you took stuff from him, you traded uh, Hollywood Brown away and did absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing to replace him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, uh, Bateman gets hurt and you do nothing by trade deadline. You pick up Deshaun Jackson and two two snaps and he's out the game. Right. So you're telling him and everybody else, we're not expecting him to do much. Yeah. So. He didn't do much. Well, I mean, he did do much. Um, it just didn't show up on the on the stat sheet. He did he did do a lot um, to keep them in the game. Uh, but look, if you're saying the offense doesn't need to do a whole lot, and he doesn't give you a whole lot passing, then he's doing his job. It's yeah, it's on defense. And yeah, and he had 22 pass attempts. Uh, so every every single mistake that Lamar makes is magnified in Baltimore because there's no help in Baltimore. Uh, they don't have any receivers who can erase a bad throw like other, other quarterbacks have, you know, they don't have, I mean, Pat Mahomes threw the ball 68 times this past week in the, in their game compared to Lamar's 22, right? I'm sure you could go through his game and find five bad passes, but you're not going to remember because <laughs> I, he threw I saw it, them because he, because he threw it 63 other times. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that, that's just the way it is. And, and, you know, it's part of, and I don't think this is intentional, but it's part of Baltimore hanging Lamar out to dry. They they have done it. Not only have they not 
done anything to help him on the field, which is, I mean, just ridiculous. They haven't even done the easier part, which is making sure to shield him from criticism from off the field. And, you know, that, that would seem like the absolute bare minimum you do for your, your franchise quarterback. And they're not even doing that. They're adding on to it at times. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, the best case scenario is they're, they're neutral in terms of protecting Lamar from fan and media criticism. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to touch on that in a second, but let me give a couple of shots. Shout out to my man, Sterling. Appreciate you coming through. What's man. up, Sterling? Um, and uh, Brandon says, uh, we have a real defensive captain. I agree. I agree. <laughs> it's funny. I wanted to mention that. I was like, you know, it's, it's weird because they have all of these uh, veteran leaders, but you didn't see a difference in the defense until they got a leader who could play. Yeah, because all this right here, that's talk. You know, that's aspiring, right? That's cool. But you need somebody that can lead by example. Ray Lewis did a lot of talking, but boy, did he back it up, right? And yes, our bad. We're not supposed to make Ray Lewis comparisons, but Luke Keekly. Oh, my bad. We can't make Luke Keekly comparisons. Those are, you know, those those are. But you know, l- listen, listen. Any any really good linebacker, right? They back it up with action, not just words, yeah. right? Ryan Christensen says, hey, guys, glad to see Baltimore on a bye week when I have to face LBHT in our fantasy league. Uh, I might have a shot now. Wait, which league? The LGR league. Oh, 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 oh wait, wait. You're, you're, play, you're playing me? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. What's not me? Let me take a look at my lineup here. Let me, I, can't, I can't be... Okay, look, look, I, I took it. I think I took an L this last week. I think I took an L this last week, man. Um, Things have been rough in in, in, in fantasy land. That's my third. That's my third loss. Hey, hey, it has has not been rough because that L turned into a W for me um, <laughs> after they they tallied up the tackles. I, I had a narrow victory in in our league in our in our uh, our, our uh, keeper league against Brandon Buck. Um, I, I I feel for him. He lost by less than a point, but you know, it is what it is. I'll take it. Okay. Um, so to your point, B, about how they're handling Lamar, I think this there's a little bit of unprofessionalism going on there. Okay. I know some people are thinking, what? Uh, they're professional, they're the most professional uh, uh team in the in the league, right? Yeah. But I think it goes back to what you're saying before. When you're dealing with the player. Uh, one-on-one no agents involved and people are saying well you know Lamar you know he might get his feelings hurt he might take it personal you know emotion you know he might get too emotional when they have to tell him some hard truths about about himself and you said it Lamar is used to the criticism EDC is not so who's more likely to to uh, get upset when hard truths are told let me let me read this uh donation real quick Appreciate you, Hanny. He says, <laughs> shout out to the one tackle by Julius Peppers Jr. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I object <laughs> to that. He is talking you, about you always. Can't, you can't object to a donation. No, you I don't mean, object to the donation. I, I accept the donation. Can't, you can't object to the, the donation. He found a loophole. We got to just move it on. <laughs> got to keep it rolling. Uh, <laughs> appreciate it, Hanny. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, so you ask who who would be more likely to get upset when both sides are speaking hard truths, right? Because the hard truth is EDC has done a terrible job. Yes. 
Lamar, he, Lamar is still doing his job and doing his job well. Yeah. EDC has done an awful job. Yes. He's done an awful job. And, you know, if Lamar, Lamar's taking his little shots, he hasn't really taken any shots at EDC, but he's taking a little shots at, at the coaching, right? And you see him being visibly uh, upset at times with the play calling, with just the lack of discipline on the O-line, like just little things like that. Um, he's holding up a sign saying pay, you know, pay eight. Oh, he didn't know what that said. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure. I think that whole thing was scripted. I was gonna put and it out picked there right it up, now. read it. <laughs> Go get me a pen so I can sign this sign that says pay me now. And yeah. then went out and held it up looking for the owner. Who yeah. who brought this pay eight sign? <laughs> I didn't I didn't I didn't know. I didn't know what it said. <laughs> had a had a cameraman there ready <laughs> for that iconic shot, right? <laughs> um but yeah, I think he's taking some shots at them. Um some light jabs, and I just don't think they can handle it. And instead of really being a cheerleader for him, which is what they need to be, even during uh, times of negotiation, because at the end of the day, you do want him on the team. Mm-hmm. Negotiating is one thing, right? You're, you're trying to lower the asking price. That's that's part of bargaining. But at the end of the day, that is who you want, and you, you need to come to an agreement no matter what it is, and you move forward. But you do want him there. And I don't know if it's, you know, if it's if it's subconscious. Well, it is subconscious because we talk about how black quarterbacks get treated. I think this is this is what's going on, right? Um, but this thinking that he can just do more with less, and you got to build up the other side of the ball, is ridiculous. It's it's outright ridiculous, and you wouldn't do it for just about any other quarterback, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's funny because. You know, they, they say they keep thinking he can do more with less, and the fact is, he can. He's he's that great of a player, you know, and and he should do like those other great quarterbacks, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, and just say, no, I'm not going to do more with less. I'm going to do less with less. And, yes, and you're, and you're going to take the blame. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's what he that's what he should be doing. But you know, he's going out there and actually playing well still. Because Aaron Rodgers said, "I'm sick." Of not having any wide, any other wide receivers outside the one great one that I have, I need more or just trade me. I'm, I'm sick of this 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 team. I'm sick of this coaching. Uh, trade me, and they're like, we'll give you fifty million dollars per year. He said, okay, fine. And now, <laughs> and now he, I'm going to continue to complain, right? And then they and then they didn't resign his his top wide receiver. He looks awful. Well, he asked to leave. He didn't want to play with Aaron no more. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, so, I get it, but they didn't replace him. And Aaron Rodgers looks terrible right now. Didn't they, though? Oh, yeah. They got Sammy Watkins. They got Uh, Christian Watson. They got Romeo Romeo Dubs. Dubs. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that we hear in Baltimore, right? Like, that's that's quality right there. Hey, shout out to Money Making Mitch. Appreciate the $5 (laughs) donation. Says, craziest thing about them not getting Lamar help is that they still could have got A.J. Brown. Oh, they could have gotten so many players. He said, mm-hmm. still got Linderbaum with the 23rd pick and got Pickens in the second round. Yep. Then could have added Roquan Smith at the trade deadline. Same team with a better offense. I agree 1,000%. They didn't have to do anything yeah. other than to just draft uh, Pickens. Yeah. Right? And that made a world of difference right now. But I think they were intentional. I think they just said, look – Lamar, you want you want to be the highest paid uh, quarterback with all these guarantees. You're gonna to have to show us that, that what you can do. And I tell you what, he's doing it because yes, the the yards may not be there, 
but the touchdowns are right. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, I think he's third or fourth. Well, and the, the yards are there as well. They're just split between passing and rushing. Yes. Yes. Cause you know, spoiler alert, he's still leading the, the team in, in rushing. He is the run game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it's a, it's a bad situation in Baltimore with the front office and, and, and Lamar. Uh, but that's something for, you know, this off season, obviously. Yeah. Shout out to just Allo says in order to be consistent throwing the ball, you need to throw the ball. Yes. 22 times isn't enough. How do we expect Lamar to consistently hit passes if he only gets to throw five times a quarter? Yes. Um, you know, the, the, the Ravens, if this is part of them trying to lower his value, they've already lost and they just made, they're making themselves look like fools because the other teams that are looking for quarterbacks have already made up their mind. If Lamar becomes available, it's going to be a higher bidding war than it was for Deshaun Watson. Okay. Deshaun, Wat- Deshaun Watson hasn't played in two years. Yeah. Right. Thank you, uh, Coach. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Coach, for a ten dollars donation. It says shout out to No Queen Slander this week. There will be No Queen Slander this week, Coach. I got nothing bad yeah. to say about really anybody on defense except for the, Owe. The the thing with the the whole lowering Lamar's value thing is that that whole narrative is it doesn't exist. There's no possible way to lower his value this year, no, because his contract is up, and if you offer him less than what he wants, he'll just say franchise me. Yeah. He's going to make 40, 44, 45 million dollars next year if you don't pay him what he wants. You cannot lower his value. No, no. And the way he's playing now, he might, his numbers, even even though it, it looks like, you know, he's a little off, it's, it's looking like his numbers will be very similar to the MVP year, right? He mm-hmm. might only be in the 3,000s in passing yards, but he's going to be over 30 touchdowns, right? And over a thousand yards rushing, it's gonna. I mean, it's gonna look similar, and and that's with that's with nothing, <laughs> nothing to throw to. Appreciate appreciate the uh, two fifty Raven Ron. He says EDC needs to grab OBJ. Don't care about his four teams on his list. Everyone got a price. Get Lamar some help. The cap yeah. is cap. I agree one thousand percent. I don't yeah. care. I don't, I don't care what he's asking for. Give it to him. Yeah. Make it work. You always. You always. You. Always find a way to make it work for defense. Always. All right. Make it work. Make it work, or did you mean make it enough? Hashtag make it enough. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Hashtag make it enough. All right. Hashtag make it enough. Uh, Find a way to get Lamar some help because he's going to take. He's going to take this team to the playoffs, and then he's going to say, "Now I want sixty million a year," and you, you got to pay him. Shout out to Marco G for the 333. Appreciate that. Says, what's good, fam? LJ has proven he can do more with less. Therefore, he can do more with more. Yes. yes. Reminds me of uh reminds me of my previous employer. Everyone overworked and got paid less. And if you went above and beyond, they expected you to keep doing it for less. No help. A lot of employers are like that, unfortunately. Yeah. Plug cap says he has the fourth most passing touchdowns. I think, yeah, I believe it, it's it's yeah, you know, it's right in there, uh, third, fourth, fifth, somewhere in there. But he's 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 high up on the list. Uh, so yeah, we want to go ahead and, and, and switch gears for the moment. Uh, cool. Talk about some 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 Panthers. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was putting emphasis uh, coming up there. He just said hashtag make it enough. Hashtag right player high price. Indeed. There you go. Appreciate there you it. go. 
Appreciate it. Uh, talk about the Panthers and Falcons real quick. I mean, you know, we all saw the game, uh, you know, the, the previous game that Carolina lost 37-34. Um, you know, it was a great game. It was an extremely entertaining game. P.J. Walker played, I mean, he played very well. Uh, you know, that that throw that he made to D.J. Moore to tie the game, that, that Hail Mary throw. I, I shouldn't even call it a Hail Mary. I mean, it was... It was just a deep pass that you threw. Like, that's not a throw that you would see quarterbacks make very often. I mean, yeah. it was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, you know, but kicker missed the field goal. Then kicker missed the field goal again. Uh, they, they come away with a loss. I do like the fact that they kept him. I do. And I said it right after the game. Like, he's a he's a good, solid kicker. He had a bad night. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to – you're not going to get consistent play out of the kicker position if you just cut somebody for, for making a mistake, right? So I'm right. glad that they kept him. Uh, but now they're coming back. They've got the all-black uniforms, the black helmets and everything. They're debuting that on Thursday night because that's the only time they can force people to watch them. Uh, I don't think that you're going to see the same kind of game out of P.J. Walker. I don't think that he really has – that in them, I think the I think the Panthers will be fired up because of how the last game ended. But I mean, when it comes down to it, you just PJ's just not a good player. <laughs> and Steve, and Steve, Steve Wilkes is not a great coach. The defense has been terrible, uh, and on offense, you're you're again you're you're just down to DJ Moore really. Deonta Foreman has played well, but you know he's he's kind of just a guy. Um, so I, I just don't. I don't think they have enough. I don't think they have another thirty-four point performance in them. And the Falcons should be better this time than they were last time because they've got Cordero Patterson back, who was a, a, a you know the centerpiece of their offense. They they were playing without him for for quite a while. Um, so I'm I am expecting a loss uh, this week. I think it'll be close again, but I, I don't think they've got enough. Really oh, look, Mr. J uh, counters your argument, says, hey, we get Jeremy Chin back. That'll fix everything. I Jeremy that Chin is he's not playing this week, though. Oh, he's not playing? Oh, no, they're holding, I think they're holding him out this week. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Jay, but I thought that I thought they said that they were going to hold him out because it's a short week and all that. Uh, but Danny, not really a short week for him. He hasn't played in forever. But <laughs> <laughs> Danny says maybe PJ was just a little rusty this game. Can't hold it against him like he didn't hold it against the kicker. Hey, hey, Danny, how did he play well and then get rusty? Um, maybe he was still in shock over the missed field goals. How about that? Oh, B, B didn't like that. He he didn't he didn't like that talk. Um. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I wasn't. Even, I wasn't even going to mention that game, but yeah, he played really well against the Falcons, and then he came back the next week, had nine yards passing, and he got benched for Baker Mayfield. That was, that against, was pretty bad against Cincinnati. He was awful. I think he's going to have a good game tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And yes, Cordero now, do, you think, do you think he's going to have a good game, or do you think he's going to have a good for PJ game? Hmm. Oh, okay. Good well. game. That 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 tells you everything you need to know right there. That's I'm not arguing with you. I don't, I don't think he's a particularly good quarterback, <laughs> but he he is streaky. Like Ryan Fitzpatrick, like you know, that's it's like shooting dice. You don't know when he's going to have a good game. Every now and then he like, he can have a good game. Not a good quarterback, right? That's the different. The difference is PJ doesn't have good games. Like that that was legitimately maybe the first good game of his career. I mean, how many good games has Ryan Fitzpatrick had? A lot. 
I mean, he, 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 got, he got to start every season inexplicably for 12 different teams over the course of 17 years. Like, he, he had a lot of good games. He just had a lot of terrible games, too. <laughs> Michael G says, B, do you think if Corral was healthy, he could be your future starter? Nope. That's a good question. He, no, he, I, he'd be playing right now. He'd be, he would be the best quarterback on the team right now, but I don't think – that he was, I don't think he's a starting uh, quarterback in the NFL. I think he has too many issues. I think he's a lot like Baker and a lot like Darnold. Uh, he he thinks he's a better athlete than he is. Thinks he has a better arm than he has. Makes poor decisions under pressure. Now, now maybe some of that would have gotten better, uh, yeah. but I don't think that he would have been the the long term answer. And I don't think that they were looking for him to be the long term answer. If I'm being honest, yeah. Money making Mitch says, didn't the Panthers lose to the Bengals this week? That is a very kind way to put it. They, they yeah, got, they did they did something against the Bengals. They got <laughs> obliterated. It was, <laughs> shout out to Tracy H. Oh, what's up, Tracy? I didn't even say hi to Tracy. I'm sorry, Tracy. I saw you in the mm-hmm. chat. I'm gonna give you a shout mm-hmm. out. B read that comment, please. Uh Tracy says, Great listen, guys. Keep speaking truth. Thank you thank very you, much, Tracy. Tracy. Thank you, thank you. Uh yeah, uh, the Panthers lost 42 to 21. Um, uh, and it wasn't even that close. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Andre said they should just play Baker. Get out of here, Andre. <laughs> All right. Get out. Davos <laughs> uh, says I would love that, Marco, but a top pick is in the works, and we know what's next. So, so this is this is B's angle. Okay, you guys are sitting there saying, man, B, why why are you so hard on them? Like, I thought you were a Panthers fan. Why are you always mad when they lose? Why are you always smiling when or mad when they win? And why are you smiling when they lose? Because he is a Panthers fan and he's thinking end game here. Okay, he's thinking he's thinking, how can we get better long term? Um, Look, sometimes you got to tank in order to get better right if you see a franchise quarterback that that could be available um you gotta do what you gotta do to get them including making sure that you lose as many games as possible that's exactly what's going on in indianapolis right now right with jeff saturday as a matter of fact just a quick little tease here a quick little tease if i can find that oh, i didn't upload it uh well, that's on the that's on the overtime show. We're gonna be talking a little Jim Ursay and Jeff Saturday and what's going on there. And people are losing their minds. How can he get the job um with almost no experience? Because his job is to make sure they stay losing the rest of the season. Frank Reich wasn't that bad to where he should have been fired midseason. No. Right? Like I don't think Frank Reich is a bad coach. No, he's not a bad coach, but you know, like I said, they they're they're in a race to the bottom. Um, they yeah. saw an opportunity. I mean, I, I, the, the craziest stat about Sam Ellinger, uh, who they they you know they benched Matt Ryan, they put him in, and they said that that's really the reason that that Frank Wright got uh, fired is because he decided to make that switch, and then it, you know it's not going well, so he's out. But Sam Ellinger started, I believe it was three games, had three different offensive coordinators. That's mm. insane. Like people talk about. Uh, players who have three different offensive coordinators in their first three years, and he had it in three, you know, he's having it in three, three weeks. Uh, yeah. Uh, Raven Ron saying, does JC Horn travel with the top receiver? That, and I'm not sure. I haven't been able to really dig in like that because I, I live in West Virginia and I don't really get to see him all that much. Um, but I think that he does at times, but I, that's something I'll have to look into, Ron. Okay. 
What's up, Tanja? She says, hey, Jose and Brandy, what's up? Driving and listening. Listen responsibly, Tanja. Yes. Thank you, Tanja. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you coming through. RTV is in the house. I see you. He says, great show. Stuck in LA traffic. Oh, shout out to RTV from LA. Uh, well, I would say drive responsibly, but you're not going anywhere in that traffic. <laughs> <laughs> you're basically in park, so. <laughs> um, Davon says, tsunami expected here for tomorrow night's game. Going to be messy. That could play into your uh, into your favor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mr. J says, okay, another positive. Uh, TMJ is stepping up. No, he isn't. Wow. I know. Uh, I mean, look, I, Mr. Look, I love I love Mr. J. I do. He is eternally positive. TMJ had like one catch, right? He's stepping up. And, and, and the funniest part is he had that catch in what he called garbage time for Baker Mayfield, but it wasn't garbage time for Terrace. Okay. You gotta be you gotta be fair, Jay. You gotta be fair. Um, and shout out to Dapper Dons for the uh, for the update. It says Knicks Nets versus Knicks game is on. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you, Dapper Dons. I, I need to watch this game very closely because OTR Brandon is a Knicks fan, and if we lose to the Knicks, I will hear from him. Okay. When you uh, lose to the Knicks, because Jacques gonna... Vaughn ain't it. Look, we'll talk about Jacques Vaughn in the overtime show. Uh, I disagree with you on Jacques Vaughn. I disagreed with you when uh, last year when he was a, not last year, a couple years ago when he was the interim uh, coach. You know, you know who disagrees with you? Jacques Vaughn's record. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll see what it's going to be this year. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, look, was it, he? He never had KD before. All right. Oh, and there he is. Oh, there he is. There he is. <laughs> pull, pull him up. There he is. Oh, yes, up, yes. Right. I was like, look, look. I I had to check the score real quick. I was like, man, if we're down, he's definitely going to be uh, he's definitely going to be here. But you're you're down right now, my friend. Fourteen to eight. I don't think it's going to go your way tonight, my friend. But uh, I'm sure you'll let me know if uh, if it does. <laughs> okay. All right. Listen. Um, that's not true, Jay. I'm always nice to you. He said, Mr. J says, that's the nicest thing you said to me, B. I'll take it. Wow. That's not true. Wow. That's all right, <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, we'll talk some more, Ravens. I see you guys, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's like you're having some side bets on, on coach has side bets on eight. They, they having some side bets right now. I saw Top Bill and said uh, Lamar is on pace for uh, 3,336 yards. Uh, passing 1199 yards rushing with 30 yeah. plus total touchdowns. I did the math. Well, yes, you did. Thank you for doing that because we're going to go ahead and transition right into the mid season award predictions. Dun, dun, dun. All right. So, what, what do you want to start with? Do you want to do you want to go in like reverse order, leave MVP for last, or, or you want to start with the, the big guns? All right. Okay. So, all right. We are giving our predictions. We did this at the beginning of the year. I, I believe I don't remember. Oh, man. I just remembered I forgot to put up the picture of Powell. <laughs> oh, I that's from the Black History fact, but you know, yeah. a little late, but there it is. Yeah, but, but, it's, no, but it's there. All right, it's yeah, there. It's there. Um, okay, so uh, type along with us. This is going to be like rapid fire, but slower than the slow <laughs> rapid fire. Uh, type in there, type uh, your let's, let's, let's start with the, the rookies. Okay, but uh, I'm, I'm explaining to the audience what we're doing. Okay, but I'm just, I'm just I was giving the order. But that's all right. Okay, okay. Starting with rookies. 
yeah, go, we're going to go rookies. Then we're going to go offensive and defensive player of the year. Then we're going to go coach of the year. And then we've got a little kind of bonus. Wow. Danny said 70 <laughs> years later in the picture. <laughs> there you go, Davon. Davon said better late hey, than that. Thank one. you, Davon. That's why I like you more than Danity. Always have, always will. Uh, but, <laughs> and you, you know what, Danny? You still looking in the Patreon? You still doing your investigation? What's going on? Give me an update on that. Yeah. Don't, don't time me on pictures. Give me an What's update on your investigation into Patreon. Uh, yeah. So we're going to do the coach of the year. We got uh, most surprising and most disappointing uh, players and teams from this season. And then we'll go to MVP and our picks for the uh, conference champions and the Super Bowl winner. Oh, we're doing disappointing teams. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So rookies. Rookie of the year. Um, We're going to start off with defensive rookie of the year. Uh, my pick, Sauce Gardner. Oh, uh, I was I was pretty skeptical of Sauce. You know, corners usually have a, a tough transition, but he stepped in and kind of uh, established himself as one of the best corners in the league, rookie or not. So, and and I mean, you can't you can't not like the cheesehead look, right, in Green Bay. So yeah, definitely going with Sauce. I think he's running away with that. I also picked Sauce Gardner. <laughs> Look at that. I had some pictures ready. B told me, he's like, hey, I had some pictures uh, queued up. I was like, oh, no, I don't have anything. But I, I got a couple. I grabbed a couple. All right. Sauce Gardner, salute to our friend Deshaun, who was a big advocate for Sauce Gardner being drafted by the Ravens. He said Sauce Gardner was destined to be a Hall of Famer. Tell you what, he's off to a very good start. He's off to a very good start. So shout out to Deshaun if you're watching. Uh, you called that one, my friend. All right, on to wait, wait, wait. Hold on, Chet. Make sure you guys are putting in your uh, you know, putting your your picks. Okay, we got uh, Hendo says sauce. Uh, Dayon says cheese sauce. Raven <laughs> Ross says sauce. Uh, Brandon uh, Buck says sauce. All right. Um, yep, Deshaun called it. He did. He did. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Danny saying, Brady can dish it all day, but when I do, all I'm doing is dishing <laughs> it back to you, Danny. That's all. I'm just giving but it back. We have a different name here. Woolen is coach's pick for okay, Ricky. Tariq Woolen out of Seattle. Okay, yep. yep. He ain't winning it, Coach, though. He ain't winning it. He's having a great year, though. He's having a great year, but he ain't got the name power. <laughs> he ain't got the star power. He ain't in New York. You ain't calling him sauce. <laughs> All right, on to Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, this, you know, typically will go to a uh, a skill position player. I mean, I think there probably are better selections, uh, but I'm going to say that – oops, that's, that's the wrong pick there. Uh, where even is it? Oh, no. There it is. Damian Pierce – the running back from the Houston Texans. I know that a lot of people are on Kenneth Walker. I like Pierce because Pierce was showing it from day one. He went in there and won the job, took over, and has been playing consistently all season. Kenneth Walker, I mean, look, he's playing great, but he he could not uh, overtake Rashad Penny in Seattle, right? Uh, so he, he got into his position through injury, which, I mean, it happens, but I'm going to go with the guy who won the job uh, right from jump. Damian Pierce looks really good. I yes, watched him last week. It was last Thursday when they played the Eagles. Man, he runs hard. He runs with authority. Um, good vision. So that's a very good pick. I I 
was going to pick Damian Pierce, but I went with this guy, Chris Olave. <laughs> uh, and we saw him uh, on Monday. Uh, he was really the only person that you saw from that offense do anything. Um, look, another another uh, player who's having an amazing year. Um, really just out the gate, right? Um, that's that's why uh, you're not going to see Michael Thomas in in new orleans next year i mean look i i told you i think his injuries are more of him just not wanting to be there and they no, said he's hurt yeah 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 sure sure he's hurt he's hurt and and they're hurt to see him hurt <laughs> no right chris olave um i I, not, I didn't even look up the stats but i'm pretty sure he's gonna be well over a thousand yards by the end of the season he does not play like a rookie at all mm-hmm. um and getting it done with a caliber quarterback to the likes of Andy Dalton tells you all you need to know about this guy. This is also the person that I want us to draft, by the way. Just Why you got to say the likes of Andy Dalton? That's just rude. Andy Dalton that is, is so washed. <clears throat> um, okay, okay. So, right. Hando says Olave. Darius Simmons says Olave. Uh, oh, Brees Hall. RTV says Brees Hall. Hall. Like that. Mr. J says <laughs> Kenneth Walker or Pierce. There are both running away with it. <laughs> <Rim shot. laughs> uh, Ryan says Christian Walker. Um, Kenneth Walker. Ken, uh, Christian Walker. Kenneth Walker. Um, yeah, yeah. Agent E says that boy Sauce been shutting down every receiver he played against. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pierce. Okay. <laughs> We're not at Coach of the Year yet, Brandon. He says email Udoka. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to defensive player of the year. Uh, I apologize, this picture is probably going to hurt your eyes uh, for more than one reason, but it's not a great picture. It's a little blurry, but it is going to be an edge rusher who was drafted in the first round just uh, a year ago, right? Micah Parsons, oh. who is uh, nigh unblockable. Uh, he's not leading the league in sacks right now, but he, he's he's right up there. He's got, I believe, it's eight. And yeah. like I said, yeah, I mean, people cannot the offensive lineman cannot keep keep Micah in front of him. They can't. He's, he's scary. He is. He he's another one like Sauce who who walked in and immediately established himself as one of the best in the league at their position, regardless of age. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about him too, and then um. When we talked on Coach's show about the lack of production uh, from Owe and who we got rid of um, because Owe is supposed to be a step up from this guy, I said, you know what? He is going to be Defensive Player of the Year, Mr. Matthew Judon. Mr. Elmo? Listen, 11 and a half sacks already, and he doesn't look like he's slowing down anytime soon. So, yeah, I, I, he could have 20 sacks by the end of yeah. the year. Yeah. Right. I think he's going to lead the league in sacks when it's all said and done. I don't, I don't think – Um, look, uh, Parsons is going to be right there with them for sure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Judon was already a complete player. You know, he he he's more than just a, a sack specialist. Like, he, he he can be out there every down. He can set the edge. Um, and he went to a team that, that can fully utilize his, his skills – and yeah, I can see him going over 20 sacks. I can see him leading the league in sacks. I'm going to pick Matt Judon for a defensive player of the year. And how are we going to feel as Ravens fans letting that go? 
Oh, it was too expensive. So. Oh, okay, okay. And okay. hey, you got Justin Houston. Look at him with the fountain of youth and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, yeah so moving yeah. on to offensive player of the year. Uh, this is a, this one's a, a bit surprising to me. I thought he was not going to have a, a great year this year, considering the change in team. But he has been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, that is Tyreek Hill, who went to Miami and is about 300 yards clear of the number two receiver in the league. Uh, he's at 1,100 yards for the season, and he has been absolutely dominant, even with the downgrade at quarterback. Mm. You know, I couldn't, I, you know, I, I, I did it kind of on the fly, and I was like, man, I don't know who could be uh, the offensive player of the year. There's a lot of guys doing well. And I remembered that this guy already has over 1,000 yards by uh, 1,000 yards receiving, and that is Tyreek. <laughs> Hill, okay. <laughs> now he got about three hundred of those yards against us, okay. Like we padded his stats just a, just a little bit, just a little bit in the fourth quarter. All right, yeah, man, he's gonna have over two thousand yards, right? He's gonna he's gonna have that. Well, maybe not over two thousand, but he's gonna he's gonna be close. Yeah, he's gonna get close. Definitely get close. Uh, what do we say next? Coach of the year. Yes. Uh, so for coach of the year, there's a couple of good, a really good candidates for this. Uh, but I ended up on this guy because of the just obscene lack of talent on his team. Brian Dayball of the New York Giants. Mm. They are six and two. Daniel Jones is their quarterback. Can none of y'all name one of their wide receivers? Their O line is Slayton. not great. And I'm going to go ahead and copy and paste that onto their defense. Mm, okay. All right. All right, I see. I, I considered I considered Sally as well because Zach uh, Zach Wilson is definitely not it, but <laughs> but they but they do have talent all over the rest of that roster, you know. Agent E, how dare you? Tyreek doesn't impress you. I'll tell you what, he doesn't he doesn't care if you if you're impressed. He is going to smoke any defense, any defense. Okay, you're not impressed by what he did to us in in the fourth quarter. It doesn't matter. He still had like 200 yards and like three touchdowns in the fourth quarter against us. All right. The Tyreek doesn't impress me because I refuse to watch him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, my pick, this this hurts me a little bit because I bombed on this guy. All right. I thought he was going to be straight trash. And his team is undefeated right now. And that is Mr. Sirianni. Um yes. Yes, I was trying to download a, a, a dorkier picture of him, but it wouldn't <laughs> download. So you get that one, uh, Sirianni. Good job, my friend. Um, you proved me wrong. You're doing a, a, a damn good job, and it was a good hire. Yeah, it's a great hire. Uh, so moving on to the – you want to do most uh, surprising or disappointing first? Well, I don't have anything downloaded for these. So. Okay, well, I do. So we'll just go with mine then. Uh, most surprising player – uh, in the league this year, again, there are there are there are a lot of good candidates, but I don't think anybody uh, is playing above expectations quite like Geno Smith. Geno mm -hmm. has been one of the best quarterbacks in the league, um, and and yeah, nobody really expected that. You know, and he's a guy who was drafted in the second round to a team who didn't want him. Uh, you know, with Rex, Rex Ryan there. And, you know, after the Rex Ryan era, he didn't really get a chance. 
uh, for years and years and years. And he got to Seattle and, you know, Pete talked him up and, but Pete talks everybody up. Right. <laughs> and then they traded for Drew Locke. And I was like, Oh, well, you know, it's probably going to end up being Drew, but Gino beat him out and he he's playing better than, than almost anybody in the league right now. So hats off to, to Gino. Like he said, they, uh, they wrote him off, but he ain't right back. <laughs> um, I like that one. Um, I was going to pick that one, but just, just for variety's sake, I'm going to say Jalen Hurts, right? You would. And and you should say Jalen Hurts, too, because you thought he was garbage. He is garbage. He is not garbage. He is garbage. He is listen, playing, listen, yeah. listen, listen. You can still be garbage and put up numbers if your team gives you Devontae Smith, uh, Dallas Goddard, and A.J. Brown. Listen, we're not talking about Kirk Cousins as a as an MVP candidate right now, right? And he no, he has everything around him, including some gold chains. Okay, oh, no, no. <laughs> that was, uh, I, I want reparations just for having to see that. That was disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Jalen Hurts, man. Uh, I like Jalen Hurts uh, more than B did, but I didn't think he was going to play like this. But yes, that is what talent will do for you. Absolutely. Look, I Absolutely. like Jalen Hurts. I just didn't think he was a very good quarterback. But no, he's playing He's playing very well. Yeah, playing yeah. very well over there. Um, most disappointing for me, this is a no-brainer uh, because of how he played on the field and also because I had him on several fantasy teams. This clown. Russell, uh, it's it's been it's been just awful watching this dude play football this year and and the, there doesn't even seem to be any reason like there's you can't even find an excuse for him he's got the receivers he he's had time okay maybe you can point at the coach uh but russ just looks like he he's cooked <laughs> i'm gonna say Derek carr Right, and Ryan Christensen uh, agrees with me. Uh, let's see. Hendo says uh, Rogers. Uh, Danny says disappointing Raiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, I had the Raiders as my most disappointing team. Yeah, uh, I, I don't yeah. think that's on Derek Carr. I think that's on Josh McDaniels. Emphasis says Callum Murray. Um, Raven Ross says Hollywood. Okay, um, okay. Well, look, I, I'm saying Derek Carr. I don't think it's on Derek Carr, but it's still disappointing. Right, like you had a good year last year. Last year, we we didn't look. We didn't think that highly of Derek Carr, and then after last year, we said, you know what? We changed our minds. We both we both said we changed our mind on Derek Carr. He's a quality quarterback, and when they traded for Devontae Adams, we were thinking this guy is going to be right up there, you know, top five. And that's just not happening. And yes, a lot of it has to do with a crappy coach. I don't think I don't think he's actually that bad, but he's not looking good. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't I don't get the Hollywood Brown selection other than you hate Hollywood Brown. I mean, he he played six games. He had four hundred eighty five yards and three touchdowns and no drops. Yeah, officially. Uh, I know we all watched him drop the ball, but that's not. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a, it seems like you're holding a grudge there, Ron. <laughs> this is a good cat right here. Oh, wait. <laughs> but is it is it the most disappointing to go from five sacks down to one? Is it? Right, 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 right. Nah. He still he still has time. He still nah, has time. Nah. He's doing so many other things out there, you know? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I guess I'll just go ahead and say also my, my most surprising team, it's right along with the players, Seattle, sitting atop that division at six and three. 
uh, thanks in large part to Gino's play. Uh, I don't think, again, I don't think many people saw that coming. And, and now also Gino and the the uh, emergence of Kenneth Walker. You know, he's played really well as well. Uh, but I don't think anybody really had them <laughs> leading that division at the midway point of the season. Um, I'm going to say the Giants, man. The Giants, yeah. uh, e- even though I watched them and they, you know, I'm like, well, it's the Giants. There's nothing, nothing special about them. They are finding ways to win. And, you know, they keep doing it. Like they, like they beat us, right? They only have, what, two losses? Yep. Yeah. No, that's 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 surprising because I didn't think they had enough to to be even competitive at this point of the year. But here they are. So salute to OTR Brandon. Salute to Ferris. That is their teams. And um, you know, yeah. Salute to the Giants. Hey, uh, so now we're down to the uh, Super Bowl picks. Essentially, who do you have for the Wait, did you pick, AFC uh, and NFC? Who's your disappointing? Uh, the most disappointing team. You said the Raiders, uh, right? The Raiders. The Raiders, thanks to Josh McDaniels, who is on somehow inexplicably uh, is his third head coaching position uh, when he really shouldn't be in the NFL at all. Mm, yeah. I'm going to say the Steelers, man. I thought they'd be better than this. But why, though? It seems because, like it's on you a little bit. <laughs> well, because because – Yes, Ben Roethlisberger retired, but he was already like rapidly declining. Yeah, and I thought Mr. Bisky, I didn't think he's going to be great, but I thought he would be solid enough, and that's all they really needed uh, with that team. I, I just thought they'd be more competitive. Well, than, you know, it's it's one of those things. He's a physically better quarterback, but you can't replace what's up here. Right? That's true. And, no, that, that, and- that is true. He he's. I'm not saying that Mitch is dumb or anything, but I mean Ben Roethlisberger is a two-time Super Bowl winner uh, and Hall of Famer and everything, and and you know it's a downgrade uh, in in terms of the, the processing and, and decision making when you get go to Trubisky. Yes, and then yes. definitely when you get down to baby hands. Uh, so for the AFC, we'll stay in the AFC for now. Who do you have winning the AFC championship? <sighs> I. I Look, it's the Chiefs, right? I said I said the road to the Super Bowl and AFC goes through Kansas City. It's been that way for four years, and it's going to be that way again. If you want to get to Super Bowl, you got to go through Kansas City, and I think Kansas City is going to win. They'll probably beat Buffalo uh, in the AFC Championship game. Um, I like Buffalo, but you know Buffalo is one of those teams too, where it's just like. They look great in, until they don't, right? I mean, any, any team, any any team yeah. can 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 be that way nowadays, right? Yeah. But you know, for a team to be on top for that, you know, for as long as as the Chiefs had, and look, Mahomes ain't going anywhere, right? right? Um, and they'll probably end up with with Odell if we're being honest. <laughs> they already got they they picked up Kadarius Tony, like they just eh. their team that knows when to peak they know what they need to do in the playoffs and i just you know in, until i don't see them in AFC championship game like i'm you know i'm always going to pick them yeah uh so i'm picking the chiefs as well i think they are actually going i think the road is actually going to go through kansas city i think they're going to get a uh, home field advantage throughout the playoffs they're tied right now with buffalo obviously buffalo beat them but buffalo is 0 and 2 in their division uh they lost to miami and the jets 
so I mean, there's not even a guarantee that Buffalo wins that division, let alone gets the 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 home field advantage. Uh, you mentioned Kadarius Tony. I think he is going to emerge as a as a major difference maker in the playoffs. Uh, and yeah, so I think that you know Pat Mahomes is playing great, obviously. Uh, so I think that they're gonna they're gonna ride through the AFC and, and represent that conference in the Super Bowl yet again. Um, for the NFC, the NFC is it, it has been just a little weird. Like they 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 kind of lack contenders. Um, you know, the defending Super Bowl champions aren't looking very good. They don't look good enough. Uh, San Francisco is not looking great. I don't really believe in Seattle like that. I definitely don't believe in Minnesota. Uh, Dallas always seems to play worse than you would expect and not get to where you expect them to get to. Uh, so I am going to go almost by default with Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. coming down My picks, the Eagles. Uh, I'm picking the Eagles, man. So, yeah. so Chiefs Eagles, mm-hmm. we picked yeah Chiefs Chiefs Eagles Super Bowl. All right, and who are you taking to win it? I got the Chiefs, man. Yeah, same here. I got the Chiefs. I don't believe in Jalen Hurts. Look, Jalen Jalen Hurts has been a big game quarterback throughout his whole career, right? Going back to college, he's always stepped up in big games. But I mean, you're also going up against Pat Mahomes. Right, so I, I, I'm I'm gonna take Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid, and I think that this will be a uh, valuable uh, learning experience for the Eagles moving forward. Yeah, um, Danny said Panthers. Forty Niners and Chiefs again. Um, Danny says I believe Lamar and defense will. They could, right? Uh, like will, said, gotta- will will what? <laughs> um, Win yes. playoff games? No. Yeah, I, I mean, they they could. It wouldn't surprise me, but well, it surprised me a little bit because it, it would surprise me a lot. Um, it it wouldn't surprise me a lot. It surprised me a little bit because Lamar is a great player and he could just turn it on in the playoffs, right? Uh, all all it would take is Lamar to make a few plays, and and you know, receivers hold onto the ball just a little bit more, right? They and, just a little and bit. we and, and we're done. And the and the no, dream no, is no. over. No, 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 no. Seriously, <laughs> I mean, this is. I mean, any any team. I mean, I, the 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 last time we won a Super Bowl, I didn't think we were making the playoffs. We shouldn't have made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they were going to play the way they played in when they got there. Right? Yeah, but they had talented guys. Though. They did. They did. But what I'm saying is, uh, the way we play, we hold onto the ball for a long time. We run the clock. If they they put together a few more scoring drives than they usually do and the defense plays the way they should play, it could happen, right? It's not – I don't expect them to. That's why I said I'd be a little surprised if they did it. But I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, I'm shocked, surprised either, right? Just because, like, we, we've seen it. We've seen it happen before. It's not – especially getting it done with defense nowadays, that doesn't really happen, but I wouldn't be shocked by it. But, no, I absolutely don't don't expect that to happen. Yeah, I don't think they have the players on defense or in the run game to to make a an actual Super Bowl run. Yeah. I think I've got their their cap at the second round okay. for Baltimore yeah. this year. Yeah. Uh, so on to the the uh, you know the big award, I guess the M- season MVP. <laughs> who who do, who do you have winning uh, league MVP this season? Uh, the quarterback of the team that I have winning the Super Bowl. That guy right there, okay. 
Mr. Me? Pat, <laughs> Mr. Pat Mahomes. Yes. Um, currently leading the league in touchdowns. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what he has in yards, but he's always up there. And, you know, I, I like sometimes you forget that Tyreek Kill even played there, the, the way he 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 throws those touchdowns right. all over the place. Um, yeah, I, I got I got Pat Mahomes, man. Okay. Coach has Mahomes. Davon has Kirk Cousins. He's playing well. No, he isn't. Brandon says Lamar. You know what? I appreciate you, Brandon, because my pick is Lamar Jackson. Hey. Listen, I know that, that we 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 over over scrutinize every single thing Lamar does. Uh but like I believe it was Plug Cap said in the uh in the in the chat before he's about fourth or fifth in the league in passing touchdowns. He's eighth in the league in rushing yards. The team is what are they six and three now when the reality is every single Ravens fans agree, Ravens fan agrees if he didn't play they'd be 0 and 9. Uh, yes. he is he is the very definition of the most valuable player. The entire offense is on his shoulders every single week. Uh, and he comes through more often than not. Even in their three losses. Shut up, Danny. All right. <laughs> Danny said, ah, Brian, finally some respect. <laughs> even even in even in their three losses, they had double digit leads in each one of those games. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's all thanks to number eight. So uh, he, I, I don't, I'm, I know they're not going to give it to him uh, because they're, they're really on the, you know, one Pat Mahomes is, is the, the leader right now uh, in terms of odds and the media is really on the Josh Allen train. They're trying to ram that through, but my pick is, is Lamar Jackson. This is what I'm talking about. Marco G be bold with it. Okay. Man up <laughs> Zach Wilson. Let's go. <laughs> he, he gets MVP for like somehow making the playoffs without doing a single thing on offense. <laughs> RTV says hurts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so nobody's picking Josh Allen. He's, well, I mean, he's, 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 he said it himself. He's uh, playing like uh, he had a bad game, like, but this is you know this, this is this is what we say, man. Like we watch other teams play, uh, even the top quarterbacks are gonna play bad through uh, you know parts of the season, right? Yeah. Um, Josh Allen will absolutely be there at the end of the year. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, I don't I don't know how it always happens, but it always seems like the AFC just ends up with all of the top quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> right, you've got you got Mahomes, you got Allen, you got Lamar. They've got Deshaun coming back next week. I mean, you know, you got Justin Herbert, you got Joe Burrow. It's I how I don't how is the NFC even going to compete? Jalen Hurts, really? I don't know. I don't know. Oh uh, well, um, I have the answer for you. Coincidentally, Bryce Young in Carolina next year. That's how. Oh, there you go. Shaheen says my MVP is Matt Rule because he may be the reason for the next Panthers franchise QB. There you go. That's the that's the Jimmy Clausen award, is what that is. Uh Jimmy <laughs> was so bad that we got Cam the next year. Okay, all right. Now we gotta speed this up because we're over an hour and we have to do our rapid like fire picks. We don't we don't like that. We don't like that. <laughs> all right, so let me get the uh <laughs> Rapid fire time, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. All right, now you need to. Up. Yes, now you need to type fast. Okay, we're gonna go fast. You need to type fast. This isn't gonna be long winded. We're gonna try to do this in less than ten minutes. Okay? I mean, that's not. That is a. That is. 
it's not a lofty goal. It's right? not. Let's, it's not. Let's, let's lower the bar a little bit or raise it, you know, depending on how you look at it. Okay. Uh, say we'll do it in two minutes. All right. Let's go. Okay. Atlanta, Carolina, taking Atlanta. What's the score? Uh, 24 20. Carolina. 30 27 overtime. Boom. Ridiculous. Seattle versus Tampa Bay. Gino's good. Tom is bad. Taking Seattle. I'm taking Seattle as well. Minnesota at Buffalo. Josh Allen is hurt. Keenum is on the case, but it's not going to be enough. I'm taking Minnesota in the upset. No, I got Buffalo. Detroit at Chicago. Justin Fields is on fire. Taking Chicago. Yep, Chicago. Denver, they're starting my most disappointing player, so going with Tennessee in that one. (laughs) I'm picking Denver. Jacksonville at Kansas City. Don't think the Jaguars are quite there yet. Taking the Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs big. Cleveland at Miami. I think Miami gets in one more win before Deshaun comes back and starts wrecking shop for the Browns. Yep, got Miami. Houston at the Giants. Houston's the worst, and the Giants are inexplicably not, so we're taking the Giants there. Man. Uh, Yeah, Giants. New Orleans Saints, very disappointing. Pittsburgh Steelers, very disappointing. But... I'm going to take the Saints because Pittsburgh's talking about taking the ball out of Najee Harris's hands, and that's not going to work. I'm picking the Steelers at home. Colts at the Raiders. Uh, they're starting Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday was very uh, insulting towards the Raiders, so I'm going to say they step up and win one for their coach. Raiders <laughs> over the Colts. Oh, yeah. I got the Raiders. Dallas at Green Bay. Dallas is going to absolutely eviscerate the Packers. (laughs) Yeah, that might be a three-score win. Arizona at the Rams. I I wish they could both lose, but I'm going to say the Rams, even if Stafford doesn't play. No, I got Arizona. LA Chargers at the San Francisco 49ers. This is kind of a must-win for both teams. I think that Justin Herbert breaks out, has a big game, and gets the win on the road. Yeah, the Chargers, they they can't afford to drop too many more games if they're trying to make the playoffs. Um, I got the Chargers. And last, we got Washington at Philadelphia. There's zero chance that on a Monday night, Philly loses their first game to a team called the Commies. Going with Eagles. Yep, Eagles. 9-0. <laughs> And we did it in under three minutes. Did not not the two, but we did it under three. I'm gonna guess. Slow clap for for both of us. Yes, yes. Amazing. Chat, thank you, thank you to the chat for the fast typing. I they're typing so fast, I can barely keep up with it. Great job, great job, ladies and gentlemen. That's that how rapid fire should go. Yes, yes. Uh, boo! Why are we getting booed? What? I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Bonus time is time for bonus time. Uh, We'll hang out for a a few minutes. Uh, Anything you want to talk about, put it in the uh, comments and, um, you know, we'll talk about it. And then we're going to hit up the overtime show. If you want to be a part of overtime show, let's bring this back up. Uh, That's what I was clicking on. Oh, well, I clicked on it. Uh, There you go. Uh, 
patreon.com slash lbht show okay that's where you can find the overtime show and you can find uh ways to support us okay we have three tiers and b we'll break down the tiers real quick and we have the three dollar tier which is a kind of a general support tier but also gets you into the uh excuse me nfl pick'em league where we give away a custom lbht trophy at the end of the season uh, we have the ten dollar tier which gets you the lbht crew coin which jose has there or doesn't he does have it uh and that also gets you into our fantasy football leagues we have a redraft league that we do every year we also have a dynasty league and if there's enough uh interest we'll start up a second dynasty league as well um and for that you know the champion gets the coveted the highly coveted i'm gonna say coveted again because i'm trying to find the picture and i cannot find it there it is the championship belt for the lcfl um and as you can see on the sides the winner gets to pick or put their logo onto the championship belt thank you for that deshaun yes uh yes and then we have the 20 dollars tier which is a combined tier for this show and our other podcast ring kings podcast that we do with otr mike uh that gets you everything that i just mentioned as well as our custom poker set featuring our top 25 uh boxers of all time and all of the tiers will get you into the overtime show that we do every week after this show and into our discord channel yes 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 so lots of good stuff there um also also if you like my shirt okay let me the 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 blue screen doesn't give you the the full picture here so let me show you what this what is on my shirt this is it right here okay this is what it actually looks like when you buy this uh in real life okay that is our raven city uh ravens baltimore city uh t-shirt that's on sale okay we also have a panthers design i thought i uploaded it i don't see it here i'm about to put it up but all that is available at lbhtshow.com slash shop and you see what these these unpaid models are wearing right here uh well paid by somebody but not by us um but but the gear that they're wearing Minus that jacket. I don't know why she's wearing that jacket. That's not that's not LBHT approved. Um, but everything else <laughs> you can find on the store and a whole lot more. So go over to lbhtshow.com slash shop and get you some merch. All right. Um, and you notice the Ring Kings apparel that this lovely couple is wearing. Uh, that is for our other channel, Ring Kings podcast that we do with Mr. OTR Mike. Okay. Uh, we put out a uh, episode, a new episode every Monday on YouTube and wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. So make sure you subscribe and make sure you, you follow. If you are if you are an audio listener for for all this stuff, if you're an audio listener, make sure you follow us and you give us a five star review. That really helps us grow. OK. And speaking of OTR Mike, open mic with OTR Mike. That is the new podcast that's also available wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, he has a YouTube channel, Open Mic with OTR Mike. Uh, he puts out a new episode every Monday as well. So lots of things going on Mondays. All right. I know it's a tough, it's it's a tough day of the week. Yeah, get up, get back to work. But by the time you're up and ready to go, open mic with OTR Mike. That new episode will be out to get your day started. So make sure you subscribe, follow, leave a five-star review. All right, bonus time. Let's go.
Marco G says, do you think the Lakers will make a move by the deadline? By the deadline, for sure. I'm I'm hoping they make a move before Thanksgiving because uh, it's not going well. Uh, they should have made a move I, yesterday. I, I want them to move Russell Westbrook for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. Go ahead and, and move them picks. I, I just I don't care about draft picks, you know, three and four years out. Uh, I do think they'll they'll do something. Apparently, they're they're listening to offers for other players as well. You know, meaning like Anthony Davis. Uh, that would be ideal. Other players. That would be ideal because he's he's just not living up to what they thought he was going to be when they brought him to LA. Uh, but I don't know what you can realistically get for Anthony Davis at this point. Uh, but so I, I think that you know if they made the the Russell Westbrook trade, which would get them another legitimate big man and get them a, a really good shooter and buddy healed. They would be able to start to turn things around. We'll see. But I, I do think that definitely they'll make a move before the deadline. Yes. I think you'd be surprised what you can get for Anthony Davis. I think you could get a pretty good haul. Look what Rudy Gobert went for. Yeah. Those are all picks. Well, I mean, oh, oh, that ain't if you, right now. if you're trading Anthony Davis, you're not, I don't think they're really, I just don't think they're really trying to compete. Anthony Davis is yeah. 29 years old. Like, I mean, um, you know, I mean, who knows? Who knows? You, I mean, you can you can bring in some other players. I'm not saying that they can't compete, but you you can get a pool for Anthony Davis. You can get a pool. Um, now let me ask you this: If you get Buddy Hield and um, who's the other player? Miles Turner. Oh, that's right, Miles Turner. Do you think that will be enough for you guys to? Like seriously compete, maybe not not be the favorites, but seriously compete uh, in the playoffs. Yeah, I think that's a I think that's a playoff team. I think that's a good playoff team, uh, and it's just going to come down to at that point if LeBron and AD are healthy and and playing at their best. Um, but they they have they have to get somebody on the t- on the floor who can shoot. They have to. I don't know why this is such this is a multi year problem for an NBA franchise to get players who can make NBA shots. But you know, again, that's why I said they're, they're like the uh, the NFL Ravens. You know, they ignore three point shooting the way the Ravens ignore wide receivers, and it's infuriating. Yeah. Add to Pop says you see Sean Payton recruiting Lamar, recruiting them where? Sean Payton don't have a, he don't have a job. Yeah, he just said that. Oh, he he, you know, they're both uh, might be free agents. He's just talking. Oh, he's just talking. And listen to Danny. Don't forget to hit that like button. Yes, thank yes, you, Danny. thank you, Danny. If you're new, hit that subscribe button. Um, all right. Brandon says, who gets fired next? Um, I'm going to say it's Josh McDaniel. Uh, that is, that's going worse than anybody could have imagined over there in, in Las Vegas. So I, I think Josh is the next to go. Do you think he could get fired midseason in his first year? I think he should. I don't know how much money they paid him though, how much guaranteed money he's got. Uh, so that could be a hindrance because that that dude's a broke boy over there. Yeah, uh, Mark, Mark is Mark is of the poorest, uh, yeah. poorest of the of the wealthiest. Yeah. So you know, with that in consideration, Cliff Kingsbury is is right there as well. Uh, but on merit, it should be Josh McDaniel. <laughs> <laughs> um, who is doing worse around the league? Because some of these teams that are bad. I think the coaches are safe. Like obviously, um, uh, 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 Doug Peterson just got there, and you know they started out hot. They've been they've been kind of you know tripping up lately, but I don't think there's any threat of him going anywhere. Um, 
What do you think about LaFleur? You think he's gonna be safe from the, in the, over there in Green Bay? It, it all depends, right? Like it depends what kind of game that that Aaron Rodgers wants to play at yeah. the end of the year. If it's one of those, like, no, I'm definitely leaving, and the organization is sick of him, which they must be, right? Um, and they finally want part ways. He's fine. If he says, "Well, I'm staying because I have, I'm going to honor my contract," meaning mm-hmm. I want all my money, but um, I don't really want to play for the floor, right? Yeah. He's, you know, sorry, you got to go, man. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll bring you back after he, this this jerk is gone. But I think I think he's safe either way. I don't think they're uh, I don't think they're feeling the Aaron Rodgers act anymore. You know, I take it back. I think he quits. I don't think he wants to coach Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> he's like, you know, he's going back. All right, I'm going to retire. Just call me when he, when he, uh... <laughs> you know who? Okay, surprise firing. I could tell you surprise firing. Cincinnati's coach. What's his name? Taylor. If I always they, forget his name. Man. If they <laughs> miss the Super Bowl. <laughs> I know. What's it? What's it? It's Taylor. Something Taylor. Zach, Zach Taylor. Taylor? Yeah. Zach Taylor. If they miss the playoffs. He's out. Uh, they're he's not going to miss the playoffs. So I, they're not going to miss the there, there were There were talks of how he should have, he's not a good coach. He should have been fired uh, last year before they made the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. If they don't make the playoffs, I picked them to win the division. Yeah. That's 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 already not going to happen. What, they 0-3 no, I mean, in the division? They're, they're, only, they're only a game back. Yeah, they're but they're 0-3 in, in division. But it doesn't matter if you, if you, if they just, you know, make up those two games. That's true. If they don't make the playoffs, I think he gets fired. I think he's safe. But to be clear, the next person being fired, I think, again, is going to be Josh McDaniels or Cliff Kingsbury. If the Cliff, I, think, I think Cliff is gone. They just they just paid they, they just paid um, Kyler Murray. And he's like, I'm not doing homework. Just get rid of this guy. <laughs> All right. What are you reading here, B? Uh, no, I'm just looking through the comments, seeing if there's any other questions. Uh, Brandon says, I wish Lamar would say that about Greg and John. He who knows what he's saying behind the scenes, yeah. All right, you say something in public, put some pressure, yeah, yeah. Danity, no, will the Ravens win out? No, yeah, no, yeah, no, they're the Ravens, you know, they don't win that many games in a row, yeah, well, and Davon. Uh, I like I like this question. He said, "Where can I get that get that done Egyptian cotton? The Egyptian like cotton yes. is what he's talking about here. It does feel it it is good quality. Yeah. So once again, lbhtshow.com slash shop. Oh look who's here, Mister Ferris says I hate Cliff Kingsbury. Man, Ferris, you you have strong feelings about people that you don't know. I don't hate the man. You know, I don't know him. He might he might be a very nice person." I think he's a bad football coach. I don't hate him, though. Yeah. Uh, Darius asks, are you impressed with the Ravens' wins this season? Not a one of them. No. No. I like the win on Monday, but impressed? I want to say I'm, I'm impressed. They are you know they played a bad team. They haven't played an impressive game yet. Uh, had they held on to beat Buffalo or, or you know, uh, I wouldn't even say held on to, to beat Miami. If they, you know, if they had kind of kept that going and beat Miami, that would have been impressive. But they have not been impressive in their wins. Um, the best win probably is against the Jets. Yeah. And that was at the, the very beginning of the season. And I don't think if we play the Jets right now, we would necessarily win. Right. 
So, all right. Uh, is that it? Oh, a couple more. Okay. Let's, let's read add to pop. Add to pop. Shout out to you, my friend. It says Josh Allen has played really bad the last two weeks, but they don't say nothing. But when Lamar plays bad, it's all over the internet and they always blame him. But Josh gets a pass every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't need to add more to that. That is correct. Marco G says Bengals had one Cinderella run, then came back down to earth. I, I don't think they're done. All right, they are. They're five and four. They're one game behind Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. They just had a they had a shaky start to the season. They're fine. I'm just saying, if they don't make the playoffs, <laughs> there'll be problems. That loss to the Browns was 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 pretty bad for them. It was. It was. And the Steelers. Yeah, it's a terrible yeah. loss. Also. Yeah. Um, Shaheen says, "Why nobody's criticizing Kyle Murray? If it was Lamar, he would have gotten destroyed by now." Look, um, we have a video uh, we put out uh, about the media's obsession with Lamar Jackson. You guys should check that out um, if you haven't already. Um, and it breaks down, you know, their obsession with Lamar. Um, obviously, the, the 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 obvious one is race, right? Black quarterbacks are always viewed differently, and he's he's breaking a lot of those narratives, right? So it's polarizing in that way. But also, and particularly with him, um. It was, you know, it was, well, he's really, he should really be a, a wide receiver. That, that, that narrative was started by Bill Polian. And, you know, he kind of echoed the opinion out there. Bill Polian wasn't out there on his own with that. Right. right. Um, he was, he was kind of one of the more vocal ones. I think Charlie Castley said something similar to that. Um, but that was kind of the thought with athletic black quarterbacks is that it doesn't matter how, how good of a passer they are. Look how athletic they are. They shouldn't be throwing the ball. They should be running routes. And Lamar had to work very hard to break those narratives and go as far to not run the 40 time, only do passing drills at the combine, right? To do those things to say, hey, look, you're going to look at me as a quarterback. I'm not doing anything else. And he still almost didn't get drafted in the first round. It was only because we traded up back into the first round that we got him at the very end. So there is a lot of, of people with egg on their face now because they went so hard against him and how he wasn't going to be the type of player he was. He ended up going, you know, becoming the MVP in the second year. So they're embarrassed. So that's the second thing, right? Just they weren't just wrong. They were very, very wrong. And a lot of people got called out about that. So they're going to take their little shots every now and then when they, when they can, so they can kind of, you know, establish a little, uh, you know, a, a little bit of credibility back uh, with their, with their criticism. So that's that's part of it, and also, man, look, he gets clicks, right? Mm-hmm. Josh Allen doesn't get clicks, right? You can you can criticize Josh Allen, nobody's gonna click on that story. You say right. something about Lamar, people are gonna click on that story. Yeah. So that's what it is. Um, let's see. Panthers need to hire. Oh, go ahead. Panthers. Uh, Raven on to how many points the Lakers getting clapped for tonight? <clears throat> the Clippers are one of the worst offenses in the league, so probably like one twenty. You know, speaking of getting clapped, uh, my good friend, my good friend, Mr. OTR Brandon was in here er- earlier, and he was saying, "Let's." I saw. I, saw I, mean, I was I, wondering. I was wondering if you I saw was, the floor. I was just like, "Man, man, you know, my friend, my good, my good friend Brandon. You know, he he's not in here, and just just the show just feels empty without him. I wonder why he he's not in the chat. Well, I'll tell you why he's not in the chat. They are down big." 69 44 at half. Let's go. 
Let's go. <laughs> we still run New York. That's right. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Lamar's box office, so media can't stop talking about him. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even the Ravens uh, didn't believe in him because they chose Hayden Hurst before him. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. And if they did, they would have took him with that 16th pick. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, you I don't you that. don't you don't play games with your franchise quarterback. You don't play those kind of games. Yeah. No, they didn't really believe in them. But no. um Ozzy said, All right, look, I, I look, I I love how Harbaugh kind of throws his name out there. Like, yeah, I was saying, like, you know, why not? Let's let's go get him. I, I don't think you're really in on that, Harbaugh. I think Ozzy said this this is a move we're making. Uh Ferris says, No, you don't, you will never run New York. But we do. The score says we do. Well, Rekker says, says we tell, do. Tell, tell me, tell me first, who does then? Because it ain't the Knicks. Mm. Mm. It's it's T- TBD, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Listen, we are at an hour and a half mark. Okay, hashtag no two hours over here. That's right. right. We have an overtime show. Uh, let me um, let me pull this up real quick. So I, I do have the clip. I just didn't upload it. Let me see if I can do this real quick. But yes, the overtime show. Oh no, it won't let me do it. Um, I had to delete some stuff. You see, it's it's the Bud Crawford clips. That's what that's what it is. It's the Bud Crawford clips. It won't let me upload it because we we had some fun with the uh, dissecting Bud Crawford over uh over the weekend. If you're a, a boxing fan, go check out uh our latest. Uh, Ring Kings podcast episode discussing uh, what's going on with that. All right, I got it up here. My, I made some my bad, my bad, Ferris. Ferris, <laughs> that's the comment that gets highlighted. I had a Carolina Panthers question. Let me go. And I found well, hold on. Panthers question before you put that up there. Okay, a little, a little uh, sneak peek of the overtime show. There it is. There it is. Jeff Saturday and Israel Adesanya. He's got the big fight coming up. Israel Adesanya is one of the most dominant fighters in the UFC right now. Uh, but he is facing somebody who has beaten him twice, including a KO victory on Israel Adesanya back in his kickboxing days. Mm-hmm. And this guy, Alex Pereira, has been on a tear in the UFC. Will he continue that against Izzy? Or does it come to an end? Does the hype job come to an end? Um OTR Mike really likes Alex Pereira. Um, he's a very skilled fighter. He's looked very dangerous so far. And, you know, will this be it? Look, this won't be the first time that Israel Adesanya has fought fighters that look very scary and he's put them away. No problem. Yeah. So we'll find out. This should be a good, this should be an interesting fight. And it's a good card as well. So we're going to discuss that in the overtime show. Ferris. <laughs> He says, uh, here's a Carolina question. Where do you think you guys are going head coaching wise? Um, in terms of like specific candidates, I mean, I think it's too early, but I, I think they are going with an offensive minded head coach. Um, I think that they do want to find finally their, their, you know, franchise quarterback and start building around whoever that is, Bryce Young. Um, I would like, <laughs> I would like to see Byron Leftwich. Uh, I would like to see Eric Bieniemy. I would like to see even Ken Dorsey, um, but you know, like I said, it's it's too early. I don't I don't really want Sean Payton. I'm not a fan of of trying to reach back in time to to 
you know, pluck a coach and, and drop him in, you know, bring him back and, and see if they can recreate the magic. I don't really like that. Uh, so I, I'd prefer one of the up and coming guys, but yeah, they're, they're going to go the, the offensive route. I'll I tell you what it's going to be. It's going to be Sean Payton, right? It's not going to be Sean Payton. You put, you don't want to, you don't want to coach there. Listen, listen, let me get my, um, let me get my, my, uh, my my Suge Knight three two three conspiracy theory uh meme up here. Where is it? Okay, let me explain to you what's going to happen right here. Okay, let me explain to you what's happening. All right, um, Sean Payton is out here recruiting Lamar Jackson right now. Okay, saying hey Rick, hey we're welcome to be free agents, huh? What if we uh you you know what I'm saying? Right? What do we know about the Panthers? David Tepper. Wanted from day one to make a big splash at but QB. He's a coward. He, look, look, yeah, he got a little cold feet there, right? But, but being that close to getting Deshaun Watson and falling short, and looking at how the season is now, he's sitting there thinking, "Next time I'm in this position, whatever it takes." And I'm pretty sure he's made the call to Sean Payton. It says, "Sean Payton, go get your QB. Go get him." I'm going to say this. I'm going to say I disagree because, you know, look, one, I don't think Sean Payton is interested in Carolina. I, I think there's there's going to be better jobs available. I think he's interested in Lamar uh, Jackson. Yeah, but I don't think Lamar is interested in Carolina either. But here's the thing. I would agree that that could be possible if they had traded Brian Burns and loaded up on draft picks to make a Lamar deal. Mm. But they didn't. But well, well, I didn't say they were geniuses over there, yeah, right? They're, they're cowards. I think I think that might be the intention, though. Nah, Michael G. Do you guys think Lamar is too nice for his own good? No, I I, I, I think he's playing everything perfectly. He's he's think, very yeah. professional. He he's he's very nice at the media because I, I think he is a nice person. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm think, not saying he's you know, mean, but yeah, I, don't think yeah. I think he, he he likes being out in the community. I think he enjoys uh, being around the fans and everything. Um, and I think he's endearing himself to Ravens fans and, and, and I mean, just an NFL fans at large. Right. And I think that he's not very nice uh, behind the scenes where he doesn't, where he shouldn't be. Right. I mean, he, he's not handling the negotiation in a nice manner. I wouldn't say if he was doing that, he would have given in already. Right. No. Uh, I think he he's, he's, like you said, he's playing just the way he needs to. He's being himself. He's being very professional. He's being nice with the fans and everything. But when it comes to getting his money, you know, he's drawing hard lines. And and that's that that's the biggest holdup right now is that the organization is taken back by how good, how well he's handling negotiations. They just they weren't ready for it. Everybody trying to make it seem like oh. Lamar, you know, like he won't be able to handle all this. They can't handle the professionalism on his side. They can't handle how well he's he's handling his business and how he just keeps winning. Because as it stands right now, he's he's set to make more money than he a lot more money than he would have made just signing or you know, getting a, a agent and signing last year. And all he did was say, "I'm going to wait." And he's going to do the same thing this offseason. They're going to have to tag him, and he's going to wait until. Until uh, Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert get their deals done, because I think both of those quarterbacks will get their deals done. And listen, man, there is there is a more than 50-50 chance that at least one of them isn't making the playoffs, Justin Herbert. And look, <laughs> there's, Herbert's there's a strong, in right now, man. There's a strong Herbert's chance. 
there's a strong chance that both don't make the playoffs. So to see them make, you know, get huge deals, which they, they should get, but to see those two get huge deals and not make the playoffs. Mm, We're looking at 60 mil per year. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, what did, what did uh, Brandon say? He said that, uh, uh, he, he made a, a Dion comment. I missed it. I'm sorry. Oh, he said, yeah, he said Sanders said uh, he can't coach NFL divas. Well, yeah. I mean, how, I mean, how often do you like talking to yourself in the mirror? <laughs> right. I mean, no, I, I, I understand that. That makes sense. All right. <laughs> yeah, and I, I wouldn't want any part of Dion. He, he's, he's a con man. He's out for Dion. Yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna call him a con man. I think he's he's very uh, egotistical. I don't think he's a con man. All right, definitely a con man. No, he's doing a good job. He's doing a good job at Jackson State. Yeah, that's cool. Con man can do good jobs too. Okay, okay look, 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 look. See, the guest rambling again. Hour forty minutes. We're wrapping this up. A Rock, I see you in there, man. Come over to the overtime show. Um, yes, overtime is getting ready to start. Patrons, uh, get ready. We're gonna fire it up everybody else thank you so much um man this was fun this was fun and we're gonna i'm sure we'll, we'll come up with something to talk about on the bye week i'm positive we will because we're going to be doing a show okay maybe um, we just want to do a show oh yeah that'd be cool take, take a week off i don't know i don't think, I don't think <laughs> they think that's cool um i think they think that's very cool <laughs> all right b are you ready i am ready he is ready thank you so much for hanging out with us had a lot of fun and uh, listen, the Ravens are on a bye. The Panthers play tomorrow. Make sure you watch them. Uh, support, okay? Give B moral support one way or another, okay? And on Sunday, watch some other games, okay? There's a lot of good football out there, a lot of good football players, a lot of good football teams. Go watch some of them, okay? Um, but that is it. Y'all have a good night. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we will see you next time. Peace out.